3: Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hey, Ramblers. Luke here. Um, Declan Rice's move to Arsenal has finally been confirmed. Uh, So I thought I'd delve back into the archives to bring you one of my favorite ever Ramble Meets interview episodes that we did back in 2019. I went to West Ham's training ground Um, To speak to Declan, Uh, he was then 20 with just six England caps under his belt. But listening back, he already sounds so much more experienced. And uh, to his immense credit, he opened up and gave us a great insight into his personality. He spoke about what it's like uh, being a professional footballer. First and foremost, how he sees his own game and interprets his own position and some of the sacrifices he's made uh, when growing up to not only succeed as a football player, but now, of course, go on to become the most expensive English player of all time. So sit back and enjoy this one from the archives. It's my conversation with Declan Rice. Enjoy. 20 minutes, half an hour,
3: something like that. Really that long? Ooh, it depends how long you can talk for. James, hey, how Yeah, you are. Yeah, good
0: mate. Right, good. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> Declan Rice, footballer, West Ham and England.
1: All right. First of all, thanks for joining us, Declan. Appreciate your time. Anytime, mate. Um, Anytime. What's it like being a footballer?
0: Wow. Um, well, it's crazy to be honest. You know, you dream as a as a kid, you know, to become a professional footballer. If you think. When you're kids, how many people say they want to become professional footballers? Um, but to actually be one, now after putting in all the hard work and dedication and sacrifices, um, it's, it's a dream come true.
1: And is it? You're obviously still quite a young man. Is it sunk in properly for you yet after how many games you've played and stuff now?
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's sunk in now. I think it was after the first couple of games, you know, when I made my debut, and then then the season following that, the start when I was playing in and out. Um, I realised then that, you know, that I'm basically in, but I need to keep working hard to to, come, to become a uh, permanent fixture. Um, and, you know, I've got my head down and, and that's what I've done and I'm, I'm f- flourishing and, in, and loving every single
1: moment of it. And how much of it, I mean, you mentioned like getting your head down there, how much of it do you think comes down to real hard work? Uh, I'd say 90% of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um,
0: well, in my case anyway, uh, because when I was younger, I was never actually the best player. Right. by far. I was probably midway, mid mid-group. What, always. school or...? So no, coming through the academy. Sure, I was okay. always mid. There was players always better than me. But one thing I had on top of them was like my heart desire, uh, mentality to play football and give everything. Mm. Um, and I think that's always standing me in good stead. But as I've got older, you know, my quality started to, to, sh- to, to shine through now. Um, but I'd say 100% when you're a kid growing up, I think if you don't work hard, regardless of talent, you won't get there. Um, I think that's so much more important as a kid to work hard and give everything and and really fight and, and try to improve yourself than, you know, being a luxury player when you're a kid.
1: Yeah. and do you, How does that manifest itself, though? Does that mean that you... Would perhaps not be able to live the lifestyle that a normal teenager would live. That you have to kind of not be out late, not be out doing things. Well, you just get enough sleep and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, for me, I was always, you know, I've got a good family around me um, with my mom and dad. You know, I still live with them now. Mm. Um, you know, I, when my, like, when I was in school, there was like pretty much a house party every weekend. Unless mm. I was, if I had a game on the Sunday and the house party was on the Saturday, no chance I'd ever I'd ever go. Did you want to? You know what? No. Of course, there's that bit inside. There's that bit inside you where you think, "Oh, party this weekend," but you're more looking forward to the game. You know, yeah. for me as a kid, if I was going to sleep late, in my head, I'm not playing well tomorrow morning. Right. So for me, my sleep's much more important than going going to a party for a couple of hours, then going to sleep, regardless of whether you're going to have a drink or not. Obviously, at that age, people drink, people not. Never drunk in my life, but it's just things that, you know, I've sacrificed that now that, that have paid off. Um, yeah and now you can kind of get your life back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Where you've worked hard throughout the years, you know, now you, you obviously can't chill out, but you can go out a bit more and yeah. you can have that downtime because the football in, in first-team environment is so intense.
1: Did you have pals who were trying to tempt you to go out and stuff?
0: Uh, yeah, of course. I think everyone's got pals that, you know, that want, them, want you to come out. The problem is I, was, I moved to Diggs here at 14, so obviously right. where I was at home in Kingston, for seven days a week Mm. i've gone from five days so then my pals were wanting to to see me on the weekends Mm. but it just were not possible because obviously i was living in east london then five times a week they was all at home um and when parties were coming oh come on we haven't seen you in ages But, but my dad was having to bring me back up here on sundays to play games at little heath so how old were you then 14 15 okay right so so it was tough um and when I was back in Kingston, before I moved into the digs, you know, it was, like I said, it was pretty much a party every weekend and I was so close to everyone. And it's tough to t- to turn down and say, no, like I can't come. But at the end of the day, if you want to become a footballer, in my eyes back then, it was in my head that, you know, I can't be doing them things. I'm all, I've got to be focused on, on what I want to try and be.
1: Did you always want to be a professional footballer?
0: Yeah, always. You didn't
1: ever consider anything else?
0: No, I don't think... Uh Academically, not smart enough, <laughs> that's for one. But um, for any job, I pretty
1: much I'm sure there's a plenty of jobs you could do, mate.
0: You know what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the lads say to me, Good job, you've got football. Uh, now, to be fair, in my head, since I was a kid, since I could walk, I've got videos of me at home running around in the nappy, smashing footballs. Um, Were you always like a standout football player then as a kid? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it was unfortunate well, to my two older brothers because. They played as well, right. not to a high standard, but were very good. Mm. Um, and I always used to, when they was, what, 15, 16, I was like 5, 6. Mm. And I was going to play with their mates, like playing with the older players, mm. 5 and 6, and just... I've just always played football everywhere I've, and that's always a, that's, all, that's all I've ever wanted to do
1: you know do you, you think you have to be and I don't want to say boring because this sounds like it's a little bit I don't mean to sound mean mm, but you yeah. have to be almost so single minded on it Yeah. you can't be I mean this the old story about Gary Neville where they would say he was like the third best right back at the club yeah, but yeah. he was so dedicated yeah. and so into it and early to training every day that they just knew he had something and he was always going to improve because yeah. of that because you're obviously still quite a young man right yeah. so you Lots of people your age would be interested in other stuff, yeah, but you, yeah. you're always been quite single-minded about it. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's the like you said, then Gary Neville wasn't the best player, but had probably one of the best Premier League careers you could have. Ever, yeah. Champions League, Premier Leagues for fun because he worked hard. Mm. You no, know, Gary Neville he didn't have the best didn't have the best quality. He had quality. Mm. But he was an unbelievable right back for for what he had done. You know, he studied mm. the position and got the best become the best of what he had done. By hard work, staying extra extra on the training field, working on things, um, and that's pretty like, pretty much like me from a young kid. Like you said, there, my mind was always to play football. It was never to do anything else, to go out partying, to do another job. You know, I was always always destined to try and, and try and become a footballer.
1: Um, do you and, think you can be a top level pro now without being as dedicated as that?
0: Uh, no, nah. because now there's too many distractions.
1: Because you, you, if you, your old man's like my old man, he'll say, you know, back in the day in the 70s, there were these players and that players and they would do this and they would do yeah. that. But the game's
0: different now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, the game's so much different. You, you hear stories of they used to come in at half time, have a cigarette, <laughs> have a drink, yeah. and then go back out second half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, even with that, if you do that, you're fine. Like, you, yeah. you're done, you're, you're banned. Um, yeah i think you've just got to be so on it to become a top level player you know you you need to have that mentality in your head that you want to go to the top you want to become a footballer and that's that's what you want your job to be for the next 10 to 15 years Mm. because once once you're at the at a top premier league club and you're training every day and you're playing it's the best job in the world regardless of all the of all the criticism and what else you get with it you know you're coming in you're seeing your best pals every day you're having a laugh you're training Mm. Scoring goals in training, you're having fun, getting memories, and you know these are things you look back at at the end of your career. Where mm. you've, I've put the hard yards in, and then now I'm enjoying it and
1: doing what you love best. Do you, when, So obviously your your rise has been pretty pretty swift. Mm. When you were first chucked in with the first team, did, did you were you were you kind of surprised at the difference in the quality and the, how how much more intense it was? Uh,
0: so I first started to train with the first team. They used to bring players over. How old were you? i was 17 okay so what are you now maybe 20 yeah. yeah so once or twice a week you know i'd get to to come over um and that wasn't because i just needed an extra number It was because when i was playing under 23 football i was doing extremely well right I was just
1: so you were standing out yeah point. i
0: was standing same position no i was playing center back then okay so when i first got into the first team i was a center back yeah um but i was doing so well like really well um Again, mentality with the 23s was, was training, train tough, train hard. You know, I had Matt Upton as my mentor, obviously he had been international. Sure. So I was sitting with him once or twice a week, going through things, wanting to better myself. Um, but the level was definitely up a notch for sure. You know, mm. then it was Dimitri Payet, like all them types but of players. Scary ability, yeah, yeah, scary. Um, yeah. But you knew you had to be on it. Mm. Um, and at the time it was Billich, but even the manager now and Moyes, you know, they don't miss a trick. Like even if you're a young young player coming over to train, you need to be you need to be at your best because, mm. um, like I said, they don't miss one thing. You know, a bad pass, a good pass. You know, you'll get praise for it. You, you won't get praise for it. But I think it's so important now for a young player to come over. It's been tough this year because we've got such a big squad for the, for the under 23s to come over and train with us. But mm. when they have done, you know, they've been they've been top, and I think that's that's the way because so many people want to get into the first team. Well,
1: they're looking at you probably thinking, well. There's, there's, it's, it's happened before so yeah. it could hopefully happen again
0: yeah exactly that
1: but most players don't go from the academy into the first team do they yeah, no. yeah. so what do you think is different about you what stands out about you
0: consistency yeah um, manager knows what he's going to get from me every week you mm. know when I step onto the pitch he knows he's going to get 100% I'm going to listen to the tactics he's given me to do knows with the ball for good ability and you know for the team in the position it's a crucial role you know protecting the back four mm. um, so that's probably one of the reasons well a couple of the reasons why you know i've played pretty much every minute since the, the fifth game of last season
1: i think you also seem quite mentally strong yeah quite confident yeah yeah i'll be honest but you do, you, do, you do but that's important yeah. right because if a manager wants to put a player in for his debut yeah, it's yeah. a big stadium yeah Ham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it could be it could be hard but what do you remember about your debut
0: it was away at Burnley, it was only like five minutes. Um, okay. Proud but, moment, obviously. Yeah, proud moment. But leading up to that, obviously, training with the first team in that, light, like, I was playing the centre back then. Like, mm. my mentality was so, was so good. Like, it's still the same now. But you know, that extra more, that hungerness to get into the side and, and be over here permanently, get that changing room, you know, get your name above the thing, yeah. get fully moved over here full time. You know, when I was coming over here, I was playing centre back, ordering people around, and it was like, maybe four or five sessions in like I'm shouting from the back
1: really? okay. and that's just
0: always been in me since I was a kid sure. you know I've always been you know not scared to speak my mind and, and try and lead the team and, and do do as, as best as I can as possible but it's good here because obviously we've got so many leaders in the team everyone's yeah. always talking uh, egging you on to, to press to defend, attack you know so it's always good
1: I think if you also I mean it's, I think it's even more impressive I don't want to keep praising you I'll slag you off in a minute but, <laughs> <laughs> but it is even more impressive because of the position you play because people think of centre backs and they think do you know what my idea of a best centre back as you were at that point is yeah. 26, 27 a lot of experience yeah. reliable is not yeah, going to let me yeah. down if it's a young kid that's fine if you're a wide forward or a yeah, yeah, playmaker yeah, yeah, or a striker or whatever it's harder to break in at that age yeah, yeah. I think in that position
0: 100% yeah because that, so my first season I broke in um I was playing centre back. So no, actually, Bilic played me in midfield for a couple of games, mm. and then obviously he got he got sacked, and Moyes come in for the last six, seven months. Yeah. Changed to a back three, and I was playing to the right of a of a three at the back. And you're right, I was 18 then, 19, mm. going into 19 year old. So. You know, it was tough. You're coming up against top centre-half. I think mm. one of my third starts at centre-back was against City away. We lost right. 2-1. Right, But you take so much from the game. And like you said, I think it is much harder to break in at centre-half than it would be yeah. on the wing because you've got so much of the game you're involved in. Whereas yeah. the wing sometimes might pass you by or, yeah. you know, with the wing, you've always got the ball to
1: go and attack. I also them. if you're a winger, like, and if you have a quietest game ever, if you pick up the ball, take a man on putting across and they score, people are just gonna remember that. Yeah, man, they ain't gonna remember that for 85 minutes, are they? I
0: know, but in, in my position, and now obviously now for me, even if I make a bad pass, people are on my case. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of them ones where you just gotta take it on the yeah. chin, I
1: suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Is anything, does anything phase you at all? You're pretty unflappable as a character. So when you made your, you made your first start at home, for yeah. example, West Ham, were you nervous?
0: No, I never get nervous, really.
1: I take it all in your stride.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I get nervous. It's like, first start for England, didn't get nervous. Really? Yeah, Just I don't know why. Just I've never got nervous about a football match. I, don't, I can't give you the reason why, I just don't know.
1: But it's obviously very important to you.
0: Yeah, of it's course. It's your life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think some players, speak to some players there. they say before the game they're well nervous.
1: Even after a, a career of yeah. 10 years or yeah. whatever? Some yeah.
0: people get really nervous. Um, for some reason, I don't know, I get the I get more of a thrill, like a buzz. Yeah. Like walking out like but with the sixty thousand singing bubbles, like it gives yeah. you that boost. Yeah. Like it sounds weird as well. Say like if we go like one goal down or something like that. Yeah. it feels like you get like an extra spurt of energy like to come and we need to like lift it again here like you you, you, yeah, some players pick. might yeah. go oh, one like, one down but me like I think all the time come on like we can actually come we can do something here are you, are, this you, game.
1: are you motivated even say you're three or four goals up in a game are you motivated to keep a clean sheet and stuff as well
0: yeah yeah I think that's that's so important for defenders clean sheet's like a goal really isn't it yeah. so to keep clean sheets and win I think it's it's really good
1: how what do you think you sort of have evolved into a and midfield player because a lot you hear a lot I mean you know I mean Guardiola's playing Fernandinho and yeah. Rodrigo at the yeah. centre-back now I mean yeah. with Mascherano as well so it's happened where players go from midfield to, to sort of centre-back and you can see why but why do you think you've moved the other way? Oh,
0: it's a tough one I think yeah because of my ability on the ball I can play left foot right foot Yeah, you know I'm big strong and get You're around naturally two-footed yeah naturally too- worked on it since I was a kid um walk like getting around the pitch easy got that defensive mindset yeah and I think the manager when he first came in and he seen me in that role um you know talking to people in front get screening getting the ball and I think he really liked me in there because um, mm. that's been through different managers as well yeah right? different managers I've played centre mid centre back centre mid how do you
1: see yourself as a player then how would you describe yourself as a player to someone have never seen you play uh <laughs> oh it's tough I think most I think
0: most fans that would watch me would call me basic. It sounds but if you read things now Does that hurt you? Mm, no, I wouldn't say it hurts me because The role I do is basic, but it's actually a big, it's a massive job. But me breaking up the play and then just setting it off to someone, Mm. fans don't want to see that. They want to see me pick up the ball, run, do a step over, Mm. (laughs) have a shot before I get praised. They don't want me to win a tackle, just get up and then just lay it off nicely. They think, oh, what a boring player. But in other countries, they really respect that. I know, I know. But here, you know, it's maybe because I play for England and there's so much hype around me people just expect so much more there's
1: a, a discipline there in, in knowing your role and yeah. knowing you can't overplay it in that yeah. area of the
0: pitch and i know that i know my limits i know i'm not going to pick up the ball like i said from the keeper run and then <laughs> do a step over do a do maradona and then lay it off yeah i'm going to get it turn see my best option and give it yeah and i think that's the best way to play get it give it simple
1: so you would describe yourself as a what as a defensive midfield player or?
0: yeah just a, a ball playing ball winning holding midfield player I think I think when you watch me, there's so much more to that. But I wouldn't say I'm a flary player or attacking player.
1: No. Have you ever played a game where you thought up against players where you thought, God, this is this is hard. This is like another level. (laughs) Yeah, City all the time. (laughs) I spoke to Will Hughes, you know, and he said to, and it was just after they lost in the Cup final. Yeah. And he said, it's this is unbelievable. The concentration it's so hard to to stand on it. I don't
0: know what it is about them. They just make the pitch so big and pull into spaces where you don't want to get pulled into it's just in I'd say City 100% every time you play them it's like Phew, yeah they're good
1: but it'd be nice because obviously because you're still an improving player it'd be nice maybe in a couple of seasons time where you think Do you know what I'm actually a lot better against this team than maybe I yeah. felt like I was a couple of yeah. years ago because you're going to be growing and yeah. having more experience and stuff. it was the, the first half of our
0: opening game against City we, we've won, it was only 1-0 down we mm. could have maybe had two as well we could have had big mm. chances and you know what we thought our time going in yeah like we're in the game here like they're not mm. really creating anything other than the goal um, and then they come out second half just went up another notch and it was just like phew, Jesus Christ God, really? four. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were just all looking at each other like <laughs> it's ridiculous but how do you react to that Did you just go do you know
1: what there's nothing you can do you can't draw nothing. a line under it
0: move on after the game that's what we done we just <laughs> they're not it's not the only time they're going to put five past the team mm. um, of course it's sick you don't want to lose 5-0 at home but listen if you're Speaking to a fan, if you're a fan, go and stood on that pitch. net said De Bruyne, Sterling, Aguero. You try tracking down because <laughs> it's yeah. tough. Yeah. It's really tough.
1: And you, do you rate yourself as someone who can get around the pitch well?
0: Yeah, I can get. I'd say I've got much better at that, 100. percent But it's still too really hard against those kind of players. Yeah, because they just. They drag you out of your position. They're so smart. Like me, I want to sit in front of the back four and stay centrally and intercept. and. T- but De Bruyne drags you out because, and then Aguero comes into this. They're just movement,
1: it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And it's harder when you haven't got the ball right. Yeah. And they have so much of the ball, that makes oh, your job harder. Yeah, it's so tiring. Yeah. When, when you're out there, so you, presumably you prefer playing midfield than you do playing centre back, right? Yeah. So that's where you see yourself.
0: It's a tough one, I've, I don't know. I see myself a midf- midfielder for now, yeah. 100%. I think maybe as I get older, because I'm so, I'm so good like, with the ball, like passing that left foot, mm. right foot. I've got the pace, strength. I could see myself as a centre-back again in the future maybe, mm. but for now I think my best position is in the middle. Mm. But I'll never rule out playing centre-half again.
1: When you're out there playing, this is quite a hard question to answer and I appreciate that, but when you're out there playing, it's fascinating to someone like me who's never played football professionally. Are you, are you kind of in the moment thinking about what you're doing at the time or is it all on instinct? Uh, so when you say you pick up the ball yeah, and, you see, and you're looking for you said earlier I'm looking for my best option yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. but to someone who's not a football player watching yeah. you've got about it feels like about half a second to do all that yeah, yeah, so yeah. how do you do it? I think you've got the picture in your mind already though before you get it before, So you just process it quicker Yeah, yeah
0: before before, before... Say if you're the goalkeeper, and I'm about to get the ball, before he's passed it to me, I've already checked my shoulder to see where so the pass is, yeah. to see where the pass If you look at the, be- the best that, that have done that over the years, Xavi, Carrick, Busquets, they're already not, they're two, three steps ahead of everyone. Paul Scholes used to have a hell of yeah. Lampard yeah. used to check 50 times, six times a game, just always checking his shoulders. Building up a picture of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, the getting into space seeing where the next pass is. I think it's so important. If I turned without knowing one was behind me, I'm just going to get smashed. Mm. and you know you don't know but to be a top player I think you always need to be checking to see where your next pass is you already need to know before the ball's coming to you where you're going to put the ball so that's what you do yeah or try to do yeah try to do
1: because it's interesting because I think, I think I've obviously played football with, with my mates or on a Saturday or whatever for a team and it, for me it, it feels like a really mechanical thing because you've got I, no I, watch, so you think, I
0: watch my mates sometimes and I think like when I'm watching them I know it's a diff- completely different standard yeah but, like, I just think there's so many easy balls on and they just try to play another pass. Like, they just... They just everything's it's obvious so ob- Yeah, it's so obvious. Like, just to, like, relax. I was watching my mates play at goals the other night at side. Yeah. And, like, I was proper taking it in, like, just watching. Um... And they was all coming to the feet coming to the feet for, for the ball in side. I said to him at half time, I said, it's really frustrating me what <laughs> you gotta do. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not bothered, like, I'm bothered about you lot yeah. because so much space and you're all coming to the ball, it's really frustrating yeah. me. Like me, yeah. I think different to them. Like so they wouldn't. Coaching them. Not coaching them, but I pick <laughs> up on different things. They would never yeah. think about. I don't know and I've, that's just always been how have
1: you learnt that you just, it's just born. you're born yeah no it's, I don't know I think it's just knowing football like because you said that your career is down to 90% hard work yeah. but obviously you've got a brain that processes these things much
0: better yeah of, of course of course but I think where you're playing around top players and that training every day you know you're always building your football knowledge up all the time watching games hmm. you're always building it up but even in some Premier League games and that, like, some people might think about me when I've got the ball, why didn't you play that ball in there? Everyone's always thinking it, why didn't you pass it in that ball? Like that mm. ball was better.
1: Do you find that when you watch yourself back?
0: Uh, what, why didn't I play the pass yeah. that? Sometimes I think I've got much better at playing the passes that are more, that I should be playing, um, mm. especially this season. Um, but yeah. Mm.
1: just change train sort of slightly the aspect of being a football player at your age outside of the actual games themselves that must be quite hard right because you're in the public eye all the time people everyone knows who you are yeah you have to make quite serious decisions about things at such a young age i know you've got your family around you yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. but i know you don't know any different but i'm i'm, I'm almost twi- i'm i'm twice your age yeah. so i think, i think about what i was like when i was your age i just think i'd find that quite overwhelming really to to be in that position, but do you you kind of find that you deal with it quite easily, quite laid back?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I'm quite laid back about everything to be honest, Um, I'm chilled out, I know the situation I'm in, where if I go out I'm going to be stopped regardless, I know that's coming, some players might not, some players might get the hump about that, like I want to go down, put my hood up today, put my hat on, don't want to get noticed, don't want to see fans, but I'm pretty chilled out about the, the whole situation and like you said there, obviously I'm well known now. Um, it's always going to happen and with the spotlight and things like that you do need to be careful of course
1: was there an adjustment period or did you just naturally just got on with it no naturally just naturally just got on with it because
0: I think every time you're going out like going to London now after you're you representing England you're representing West Ham anything you do mm. badly it's going to reflect bad on bad on the club bad on the, bad on the country so mm. you always need to be on your on your guard, pretty much. You told that as well. No, I just know in my head. Like smart, of course. If I'm going to do something bad, the club are going to be informed. England will be informed. The whole world will be informed. So you just got to be smart about things. But that brings its own pressure, doesn't it? Uh, no, because you don't think about it. If, if you, if there was a developing situation like you got into a bit of a pickle in London or whatnot, you never know what's going to go on. You just you take yourself away from it. Like I think if you go out thinking, oh, pressure, I like blah blah. blah you enjoy yourself. Like, hmm. I'm just, i just—I don't ever think about it to be honest.
1: What do you—what do you think you would, um, you know, when you get to my age? What you, you look back on your career? What do you think would—what would you consider to be success?
0: I think you've got to win stuff. You have to. Is that what every player wants to do? Of course. I think when you—there's no better feeling of seeing. Of course, for players. Well, for me, of course, I want to win everything. Like I think every player wants to win everything. Yeah. Like looking you're looking at Liverpool last year, Henderson lifting the trophy, how much it meant to him. Yeah. The team. That's what you want in your career. I think you look back at look at John Terry's career, how much he's won.
1: Yeah.
0: Scary. It's uh, mad
1: like that like those um as May United players in the 90s, like, it flashed up, I think it flashed up with Robert, you mentioned Roy Keane earlier, it flashes up when he does a bit of punditry, it comes yeah. up, Roy Keane, seven Premier League titles. I know. It's mad now because they were so dominant but now it's obviously shared around a bit I more. Know. Seven Premier League titles in one career is amazing and there are players out there who've won more gigs, you know. I know. Yeah. That yeah. would be... Oh, like, to win,
0: imagine that, like, can't even imagine it, winning it. <laughs> but to win it, it would be like, I don't know what would happen I'd just go bonkers for a couple of days <laughs> the Champions League well imagine winning the World Cup like that it's just yeah. the best thing you could do ever
1: well you've got a much better chance of winning it than I have man. <laughs> like West Ham have already won the World Cup probably that's more that's exactly, exactly you could do it again for the second time mate so you think you, you, you genuinely think you want to you be winning things really you don't want to because some, some players I interview they'll say "Would well, you know what if I can have a career of Fifteen years. I mean, that's yeah.
0: amazing. You know? Of course, that as well. That is, of, of course, having a successful career, playing as many stay games. Injury as you can. free, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Stay yeah, stay injury free as many games as possible. Play for fifteen years. If I'd done that without winning the trophy, I'd still be happy because mm. I'd have achieved my dreams. You know what I mean? Mm. Playing the Premier League, playing at the top level. But I think to, I don't know, if you won something, I think it'd make it that extra bit special.
1: Do you have any ambitions sort of outside of football or are you just not thinking about that at the moment? Because um, the reason I ask that is because sometimes we'll see a pundit say about a player, well, what he should be doing is concentrating on his football. He yeah, shouldn't yeah. be doing this, he shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah. But you're a human being, right? Yeah, so you yeah. might have interest out, out elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. But is it just all football at the moment?
0: Um, yeah, it's all football at the moment, to be honest. Uh, I've got two brothers. So we've we spoke about a few things as brothers. Um, yeah. But to be honest, nothing, nothing's happening at the moment just fully really focused on on football that's the thing now though even if you wanted to go and do something and it come out you're gonna get battered for it like even mm. even if it's your life outside of football like what well, today you finished two o'clock go mm. home people think football is every hour oh, like, we've got a lot of time on our hands what do you normally do then well now I'd, I'd probably go home and play ps4 and, and wait for missus for finished work and have some dinner and chill out like that's pretty much my day day to day. go back see my friends um Today today going to London, I'm going to meet Noble for some dinner.
1: Yeah. Um, you mentioned Mark Noble there. Is he, was yeah. he someone you're closest to here? Yeah. yeah he's, he's kind of a bit yeah. of a mentor for you he? Yeah, he's probably... Is he like your football dad? Yeah, he's football dad. He? Yeah, what, he's kind football dad. Of, what kind of football son are you?
0: Uh, what do you mean? And you're a good son to him? Yeah, I'm a good son. I'm a good son. I don't bring him any egg. <laughs> he doesn't have to ground you. No, he do not have to ground me. <laughs> he's, drilled, he's drilled me well, to be fair. Has so he, like, yeah. he taken you under his wing? Yeah. Oh, good on him. That's really nice of him. Yeah. He, but since I come in the first team, he's been like that. But okay. as I've got a bit older and a bit mature, like he's, where well, he's pretty much taught me everything he's already known already. Right, okay. Um, we're still really close.
1: i got go meet him today. Um, yeah, we're, just, we're good friends. So I've interviewed players before, strikers, who've said, yeah, I want the team to win, but I don't want the guy playing in my position to score. Yeah. Because I want to play. Yeah. But you and Marcus similar yeah. players, but he's been supportive and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. I don't think... Even with England, i played for, like, Marcus had the, probably one of the best Premier League careers yeah. you could have without getting an England cap. He's been fantastic, yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm 20 and I've got six like yeah. but for him, he Do you might rub look, it in or not? no, of course not <laughs> because he does he he could in my opinion he deserved to have had loads of England caps. Yeah. over the years is. Yeah.
1: Um, Did you look up to him when you were coming through so?
0: Yeah, I think everyone in the academy you'd look at Nobbs and think yeah I want to I want to be like like get in the first team give mm. everything. But I think a lot of players again underestimate how good he actually is as well. Like you see him in training every day,
1: like top player. Mm. What advice would you give to like a young player coming through now? Um, Go out, drink No, I'm joking I
0: thought you
1: were going to say be more deck than right
0: (laughs) No, just enjoy it when you're young um, But work hard and The rewards will come Yeah, the rewards will come
2: Mm.
0: That's it Legend
3: The Football Ramble is a Stack production And part of the Acast Creator Network